So I'm a big fan of something called the Pareto Principle, or sometimes known as the 80-20 rule, which you might have come, come across. It's the idea um, named after an, an Italian economist from way back called Fredo Pareto, that whenever you kind of have a distribution of outcomes, the, there'll be kind of a vital few who cause the vast majority of those outcomes. So if you think, for instance, in sport, apparently 20% of jockeys win 80% of races. Um, the original study that Pareto did in Italy was about land ownership. 20% of the population owned 80% of the land. So whenever you're looking at any sort of a result, the vast majority of those results are likely to be caused by a vital few. So it's not going to be evenly distributed. And so this came to mind in the midst of this pandemic that we're in. As I'm thinking about the coronavirus, I'm thinking, I wonder how the Pareto principle shows its face amongst all of this. Because, for instance, if you think of cases of coronavirus, it won't be that everybody is transmitting to other people and infecting other people equally. Some people will be infecting others much, much more, what they call in the media a super spreader. And that's a good example of that Pareto principle. If we were to able to analyse this person by person, from those who got infected with coronavirus, how many did they actually infect themselves? You know, did they pass it on to? Then everyone individually will have a very different number. And my guess is the... A large proportion of the people who get it will have got it from maybe 20% of those who had it. You know, just a, a rough call. So that's the principle, really. The vast majority of any sort of outcome will be caused not by everybody sort of individually or every input kind of on an even basis, but there will be a tiny minority that will be responsible for the outcome. And that can be good outcomes as well. You know, it could be. You know, if you think of all the musicians in the world, you know, a tiny proportion of them will be responsible for 80% of the sales of music. You know, your superstars that we all know about, for instance, will be responsible for the vast majority of music sales. Even though there's many, many different musicians out there, they haven't all got the same amount of sales each. And there was a really good example of this with the coronavirus that was in today's Guardian newspaper where there's been a study done in terms of people who've actually died as a result of coronavirus. And what that showed was that pollution seems to be a factor. But the thing in terms of Pareto, which is why I'm telling you this, because I'll, I'll, we can actually apply this in our lives in a moment, is that five of the 66 areas that were looked at. So a tiny percentage there isn't really, isn't it? Five out of 66. It's probably about seven or eight percent, isn't it? We're responsible for 78 percent of the deaths. It was the five most polluted areas in Europe that they analysed of these 66 different places across a range of countries. So five of those 66 were nonetheless responsible for 78 percent of the coronavirus deaths. And so in the midst of this pandemic, I keep on looking and thinking through the lens of Pareto to think, 
I wonder how we can get a way out of this, which kind of realises the, you know, there's probably a, a, a tiny proportion of things that are causing the majority of the results. And so that's a good example. And the reason why that's inspired this podcast isn't so much that I wanted to talk about coronavirus, but I wanted to kind of use this principle of Pareto, this vital few causing the majority of the outcomes to see where we can actually apply it in our own lives. So if you think of the things that you're benefiting from at the moment, it's likely that there's a tiny proportion of the inputs that are responsible for it. And if there's something that's giving you a headache at the moment, even though that headache might be really, no, metaphorical headache, might be overwhelming. There's actually going to be a small amount of inputs that are creating this big, big result. And so this tells us two things. The first thing it tells us is that just because the problem feels overwhelming doesn't mean that the solution has to be just as big. Just because the problem is overwhelming, the solution because the problem is normally caused by a tiny proportion of all the inputs in your world, you can kind of be quite forensic and, and go and fix those small amounts of things. And you've got a complete change. So, for instance, if those five areas were not so polluted, the amount of deaths from coronavirus would have absolutely plummeted. And so it's a good example that where you face a massive problem. Sometimes the solutions can be really, you know, quite surgical, really, that you can get in there and just change one or two things and the result will be enormous. So that's worth remembering because sometimes we can get very overwhelmed with a problem and think, therefore, that the solution itself has to be gargantuan. But what the Pareto principle shows us is that's actually the opposite of the case. If you're overwhelmed with a problem, the cause of that problem is probably quite a small thing. And because it's quite a small thing, you, you're much more likely to be able to change it and then have a completely transformative impact. So that's the first thing that it shows us. But the, the second thing that it shows us is that we can actually look to this in our own lives in order to, to fix this. Because if a tiny proportion of things is causing our good stuff and a tiny proportion of things is causing the vast majority of our bad stuff, it allows us to profile these things and ask the question, you know, the good stuff I'm getting, where's it coming from? Because I could do more of that and get even more good stuff. Because it's likely that 80% of the benefits that you feel in life come from 20% of the inputs, say the things that you're doing, the people that you're seeing. So wouldn't it be good if you could identify what they are and have more of that in life rather than just have 20%, have more of it. So it's good not only for solving problems and for having you realise that big problems don't necessarily mean big solutions, that a big problem probably has a tiny cause. But it also allows us as well to expand on what's going right. To be just as forensic and say, you know, where's 80% of 
my peace coming from? Where's 80% of my happiness and contentment coming from? When I'm feeling good about myself, when does that happen? Because of all the things that we're doing, it's likely that there's a real vital few, once again, that is responsible for the vast majority of those good feelings. And so once we know that, we can start to redesign life to include more of them. And so the Pareto Principle, even though I've been talking about this pandemic, which is a fairly bleak topic, I know. And I use that for illustration purposes because it's in the news and it made me think of it. Nonetheless, what the Pareto thing shows us is that actually, because only a few things need to change in order to eradicate a problem or really minimise a problem, or as well by the same token to really expand the good stuff in our life, that it's a really powerful tool, a really powerful lens to look through. So that's my invite to start looking through that lens, to start thinking, right, 80% of this is likely to be caused by a tiny proportion of the inputs. So I wonder what those inputs are. Because whether you're fixing something that is negative or whether you're wanting to expand something positive, it allows you to get in there and make changes to just a couple of things in order to really have a deeply, profoundly transformative effect on life. So enjoy using the lens of the Pareto Principle, looking for what the vital few are in your happiness, in your problems. And if you find this idea useful, then please spread it around so more people can get some use out of it. And uh, of course, you can subscribe to this for free wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch these podcasts as well on a sliceoftherapy.com and you can work with me directly. I'm Alan Parry of the Liverpool Psychotherapy Practice. You can work with me even if you're not from Liverpool because I work online and through telephone counselling as well. Um, But you'll find me anyway at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. So thanks for listening and I'll be back again tomorrow.